1: to 50% on washer and dryer coverage just call 1-800-686-3910 that's 1-800-686-3910 again 1-800-686-3910 call now
0: the experiment was a success begin life force reboot program now
1: stand clear Life signs stable.
0: It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Hello. It is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. So, we have a plethora of stories, information, stuff for you today. However, just let me say that I'm driving in, listening to George Norrie, Coast to Coast AM. And I hadn't listened to George in quite a while. And uh, apparently, Ed Grimsley died. I want to say rest in peace, Ed, because you're one of my favorite coast-to-coast guests over the years. Um, and if you don't know who Ed Grimsley was, he was the pioneer of the night vision goggles for UFO research. He believed that he saw, I'll call them UFOs, battling, do having warfare in space with his night vision goggles. Tremendous. I've never witnessed it. I didn't go to one of his night viewing parties. I wish I would have. Um, They played one of the last interviews of him uh, talking about the third generation night vision goggles that he'd created and the lasers that he uses to point out the, the UFOs. And George Norrie backed him up saying he had actually done one of the night vision parties and witnessed the UFOs battling it out in space. And I am so disappointed that I never got to go to one of the night viewing parties with Ed. But I promise you, Ed, your life and death will not be in vain for me. Because I will do that someday. And those of you thinking, are you out of your mind? It's very possible. (laughs) It's very possible. But he is one of my favorite coast-to-coast guests over the years. There, there are several that are are tremendous guests on Coast to Coast. So, just you know, it's George Nori, Ed Grimsley stories. I'm driving in. Is that's what's on my mind? We could talk the presidential election if you want. Man, it's agonizing. You know it. You know it's agonizing. Ugh. And you, you know we have we have Trump, we've got Cruz, we've got Rubio, we've got Kasich, and we've got Carson, right? If you caught the last debate, you know how agonizing it is. And Frank Luntz, uh, with his uh, focus groups from the debate, uh, his people said Rubio won, then Trump, then Kasich, then Cruz, then Carson. Um, Boy, do I disagree with that. I disagree with... uh, the Trump and Kasich, but there you have it. Now, yesterday, uh, Donald Trump in Fort Worth, Texas, uh, right here in my neck of the woods. I, I know. I'm sorry I didn't go. I apologize. I had not, you know, I did have an opportunity to go see Trump and or Marco Rubio, who was in town. Marco was in Dallas. Uh, I didn't go see, and then they'll see him. I, I, I apologize. But yesterday, Donald Trump got the big endorsement, the huge endorsement of Chris Christie. Does it do him any good or does it hurt him? Because in my world, it hurts him. Chris Christie in August. In August. He was running for president then, Jeff, or he was thinking about it. I know. But in August, he said Trump is not suited to be president. So... A liar endorsed a liar. That's only fair, right? And in his speech yesterday, Donald Trump said, one of the things I'm going to do, Uh, let me quote Donald. One of the things I'm going to do, and I've never said this before, but one of the things I'm going to do is, if I win, is I'm going to open up our libel laws so that when they write purposely negative and horrible and false articles, we can sue them and win lots of money. This is the guy, the front runner. The front runner. Right? So then yesterday on social media, Twitter in particular, trending and still trending as we speak uh, globally. I mean I would just double check that for you right now to make sure that it's still trending as we speak. Uh, It was trending number one when I sat down this morning. And it's still trending number one. The hashtag trend of never Trump. Hashtag never Trump. Trending in the United States right now. And let's see if it's still, let's see if it's trending globally. Because it was trending. Uh, It was trending Globally. But in the United States, for sure, it's trending. It's not coming up. Great Internet service here in the Internet Building of the Mercury Radio Arts Building. Now, we also had our president, Barack Hussein Obama, speaking yesterday. Okay? What do you think he said? Do you think he said, I'll give you a, go ahead, take a shot. Nope. You know what he said? He said, anyone who says we are not absolutely better off today than we were seven years ago, they're not leveling with you. They're not telling the truth. By any significant measure, we are better off. None of this was an accident. That's our president, Barack Hussein. Obama. Anyone who says we're not absolutely better off than we were seven years ago, they're not leveling with you. They're not telling you the truth. By any significant measure, we are better off. None of this was by accident. Okay. Okay. That's why uh, I just, look. And he'll say, that he'll cite his studies here in the U.S., which are based on false numbers. Uh, no question, his the numbers that he uses are not the right numbers, and he knows that. He knows it. But, Jeff, what else is he going to say he's the president? I don't know. Maybe he could uh, tell us a little bit of the truth, but we know better than that, right? We've had seven years of that. We've had seven years of that, and now we've got... You know, Donald Trump leading the field of the GOP presidential candidates. And, you know, I mean, all he wants to do is raise taxes, have tariffs, he's pro-Planned Parenthood, treats women like crap. That's it, though. That's it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. The world is better off. ISIS is just, I don't know killing and abducting Christians, that's all. Um, ISIS, you know what? They did do something really cool, though. They have launched their first official Android app. <laughs> yeah. So now we've got ISIS radio, and we, now they've got their official ISIS Android app. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And what's good that we're not – of course we're better off because – The administration has now changed the rules to welcome immigrants with STDs. There's three specific STDs that you can still get in the country if you've got. And not long ago, they said, oh, uh, if you have AIDS, yeah, yeah, no problem. HIV, no problem. You can come in, too. It's fine. it's, It's not a big deal now. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Come on in. Bring it into the country. No problem. I mean... Seriously. Anyone who says we're not absolutely better off than we were seven years ago, they're not leveling with you. They're not telling you the truth. Well, I do know that someone is not telling me the truth, sir. And we've done some tests. We've shown off our new, our new stealth bombers. We're trying to show a little bit of muscle. The world knows we're not going to draw any red lines. Well, we may draw them, but they're not going to count. So I see a story about the fourteen best places to go if the world is going to end. And you all thought about it. What am I going to do? Have you given up? Have you decided, look, I'm going I'm I'm where I'm at, and I'm going to try to make it as best I can, but you know, that's it. I'm not going to try to go anywhere else or, you know, if it starts falling apart, I can, I've got a special place I can run to. I'm sure many people will feel that way. But according to this story, um, there are 14 places to go that are the best to be when the world starts collapsing. Now, some of them, I think, okay, I, I buy that. I buy that, no problem. Uh, you know, we, they've got Iceland. Uh, the Isle of Lewis, which, I mean, the Isle of Lewis this time of year. Burn. Cape Town. Cape Town is actually beautiful. I don't know that I believe that it's a great place to be when the world falls apart. However, I actually have been to Cape Town, and it is gorgeous. So, I mean, I could live there. They drive on the wrong side of the road there, though. Very disappointing. Uh, Punjak Jaya. I mean, who doesn't want to go to Punjak Jaya? Guam. Well, my dad spent some time in Guam during uh, the war when he was in the military. Uh... I, this, uh, I'll just let me leave you with. He always told me, Why do you want to go anyplace else in the world? Just stay in the United States. Everything you need is here. So that should tell you something about Guam. Chiang Mai, Necker Island, the two places in the Atlantic, actually Necker Island and uh, Tristan da Cunha, two big islands in. Uh, in the Atlantic, one uh, north to Central Atlantic, and then Tristan is in South Atlantic. Tierra de Fuego down in the southern tip of South America, and then up in the Yukon. And this actually, these last two places that are listed on the list of places to go that would be stable and safe. Um, makes me think that perhaps, just perhaps, uh, the list isn't right. And maybe the people in Punjab Jaya are saying, um, no, we, why do people think this place is so great? I mean, we're just a little Punjak Jaya. But there's two places in the United States that are listed on this list of places that When the world falls apart, you want to go to or be at. Denver and Kansas City.
0: The list might not be right. This is the Jeff
1: Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. and dryer coverage just call 1-800-686-3910 that's 1-800-686-3910 again 1-800-686-3910 call now the jeff
0: fisher show returns on the blaze radio network
2: Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. You know, we've had some cold weather here in Texas, and I know you're saying, Craig, cry me a river. It's freezing here, too. But my shoulder really hurts today. Just letting you know. So last week, uh, I talked. uh, I said I was going to give you a theory that I had, and it was brought on by a story that I had that talked about a new dating site that goes by scent, right? Okay. They received, if you wanted to be part of their uh, of their dating site, you send in a T-shirt and the site cuts them up into pieces. And when they send them to people and you smell them and they let us know, they let the site know which one you liked. And then the, you exchange contact information based on the scent of the shirt. Okay. That's just in New York right now. So it's, they're kind of beta testing the site. Um, it doesn't collect any typical dating data, gender, age, sexual orientation. We uh, They got a lot of interest in it. Of course they do. I mean, the analytical, uh, you know, people are tired of the regular dating sites. And who isn't tired? I mean, I'm just I'm exhausted using the traditional dating sites. Right? Having to actually look at a picture. <laughs> wow. I hate it. I hate having to look at a picture of someone and saying, "I might like that person," just by looking at them. No, I want to smell them too. Okay. However, uh, I believe that this actually is not that bad of an idea. It kind of ties into my theory that I've had for a long time. This is this is a you know I want to just say that this is a, a Jeff Fisher scientific theory. You take that with you. Heard me. To Jeff Fisher scientific theory. But women do go on scent, whether they know it or not. Okay? <laughs> if you look back throughout history of your life, and you see, hear the stories, I mean, was, comedians have joked about it forever, about going men going through uh, droughts without girlfriends, right? The, the droughts, and you haven't had a girlfriend, you had not had a date, you got, you're all alone. And then all of a sudden, it talks about uh, you feel like you go out on a date and then more females want to go out on a date with you, Right we've heard that forever and many uh, many of us have seen it in action and seen it actually true you, you once you uh, uh, get with uh, a certain person then pretty soon all these other people will stand in line wanting to go out i believe that's because the other women uh, for years right men we've talked about how men are supposed to uh, you know be fathers and have you know and create children and and procreate and make the world a better place with more humans it's in our DNA so I believe that if you're in a drought all right, and you haven't had a date the women don't smell another woman another woman on you so they're not even interested in you something has got to be wrong with you right you're just you're 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 not interested in women. You're not interested in any kind of man or woman. You're just alone. And I don't want anything to do with you. When you go out on that date and you get that scent of another female on you, other females get that scent. And they say, oh, other women want this man. There must be something there. Now I want this man. That's the Jeff Fisher scientific theory of the sin. I can go into more and more detail if you'd like. Uh, you know, I'll, take, I'll, I'll have a special class. Maybe I'll run a special class and have people come in, and we can talk about my scientific theory. I've got several scientific theories uh, over the years. Uh, Jeff Fisher scientific theories over the years, but that one in particular just. I believe that that's actually. Uh, I believe that was fact. Don't doubt me. I'm telling you. Look at it. Look around. Look around in your life. Think about your life. Think about your friends' lives. Think about it. Think about it, and then you'll say to yourself, you know, the Jeff Fisher scientific theory is absolutely correct. You know, you know it is. Another great, uh, i got so much more. Just stick around.
0: This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher show on the blaze radio network.
2: Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Michael Pelka coming up immediately following this broadcast today. I heard a uh, rumor. Uh, I'm not sure if it's true uh, that uh, there's a couple of possibilities for uh, gifts today. If you listen to the Bureau uh, Pelka uh, on the blaze radio network, immediately following this broadcast. And I, you know, I don't want to spoil any of the giveaways on my show. You know, I, I heard and you know, you, take what you hear in the break room with a grain of salt if you'd like. And it, No, it's not the Opelka salt shakers, although <laughs> a tremendous idea, and Mike, you can use that if you'd like. But I'm told in the break room that it's possibly either this week is either going to be the uh, Pure Opelka dental floss or oven mitts. Now, if it's the oven mitts, I didn't realize he even had those because, I, you know, hell, I'll get those for the wife, but uh, or at least I'll attempt to win them. For the wife. I wouldn't want him to just send me a <laughs> send me a pair of the pure pelca oven mitts. That would be too too much to too much to ask. <laughs> okay, so remember Cecil the Lion. Remember Cecil the Lion and the doctor, all right, Walter Palmer, whose life we damn near ruined because he shot Cecil the Lion with an arrow and then they killed him. And Cecil was just this beautiful lion in Zimbabwe. And never mind that all these other people go to Zimbabwe to kill lions and big game. Cecil the lion was special. Right? Uh huh. And you people need to do something because this is wrong. It's just darn wrong. Well, it worked. Fewer hunters are going to Zimbabwe now. We've made it so that people don't want to go to Zimbabwe and go big game hunting. Okay. Well, now um, there's an overpopulation of lions. What? Yes. Yes. There's just too damn many lions. And so now they're going to have to kill them. Now we're going to have to kill them. Because there's too many. And remember that we talked about at the time that these lions were attacking people and people who live there were saying, hey, it's a good thing that we keep them in check because they attack the villages. Right? Well, there you go. That's what happens. So now, when you see the picture of the god-awful little Cecils, the... 400 little Cecils are getting shot in Zimbabwe. It's horrible. Yeah. Because there's too damn many of them. Okay? Too damn many of them. Now, they're talking about having some kind of raffle tickets that they're selling to bring in some of the big game hunters and bring them back. I think we should maybe, you know, I was thinking maybe we set up a GoFundMe page for Dr. Palmer and, Give him some money to go back and hunt Cecil too. Let him go lion hunting again. What do you think? Do you think Doctor Palmer would do it? I bet he, I. I don't know that he would. I think about him. He probably wouldn't. If I'm him, crap. No, I'm just getting my feet back on the ground, my business back on the ground. People are finally maybe leaving me alone a little. There's probably some hangers on. There's probably two ladies that bring a sign and walk up and down his damn front of his dental office still. Killer, killer! I'd like. To, we, should, um, we should find that out. You know, perhaps we should have a Jeff Fisher reporter. Is there a reporter for the Jeff Fisher show? There should be. There should be, and it should be you. You are the reporters for the Jeff Fisher show. So, if anyone is near Dr. Carson's place or Palmer, not Carson, <laughs> Dr. Carson, Dr. Carson, I got his stupid name on my brain because. Um, He's still in the presidential race, and he needs to go away. But that's a side note. Um, he needs to realize that it's over, and your little baseball analogy doesn't work, Doc. But uh, the, the dentist, Walter Palmer, I'm sure there's people hanging on just giving him a hard time over that. Oh, my gosh. No. So just remember the next time you have a big uproar over some animal dying because we're out there shooting them in another country what happens cause and effect okay cuz now there's just too damn many lions huh amazing I wonder what could happen what could happen if there's just too many lions huh amazing Amazing. They've just brought down so, made it look so bad that now we have extra lions to kill. So you could probably do it cheap, which would be fun. So I talked, uh, I don't know, a few weeks ago about uh, a guy that works here, Brian Noel, and his, uh, Brian Noel blog. His cute little blog at the com, And, uh, So I get this email saying a must read in my email, in my email box, a must read. And it's a link to the Brian Noel blog.com. And it says, do yourself a favor. Talk with strangers in parentheses and everyone else. So, you know, I know the person who sent me the email. All right, I'll read it and I read it. And you know what? He's right. Talk to strangers. And actually, uh, what he talks about in his, well, you can go there and I'll tweet it out. and You can read the story yourself. But, you know, basically what he talks about is, hey, don't be afraid to talk to strangers. And I am a, such a believer in that. It's unbelievable. And I've been doing it, you know, my whole life. But it's important. And a lot of people don't know how to act. And you know where they don't know how to act is in New York City, in Manhattan. Because they're so used to people just going where they gotta go. And you you look ahead, but you don't really look. You kinda just dodge other humans. Everybody just kinda doesn't look where you know, they don't you're not you wanna look anybody in the eye, afraid to actually look at someone. And you can know the tourists cause the people that work there are never looking up at the buildings. They're just looking, dodging people on the sidewalks. The people who are walking on the sidewalk are standing on the corner looking up. Those people don't live in the Manhattan or work in Manhattan. Those are the people that are, oh, wow, look at that building. That is really big. I like that building. And that one over there, that's the Chrysler building. And then you look down over there, that's the Empire State Building. And then these buildings here. And wow, look at that, that's tremendous Uh, insurance building and bank buildings. Boy, I'd like to live here. No, you wouldn't. But while I was going in and out of Manhattan on a daily basis, I would talk to people, and you know, I rode the train every day, I knew that I knew the. Stupid conductors, you see their faces, you talk to them. I start, until you start seeing people on the platform, the same people every day, how can you not talk to them? I mean, a lot of people don't, right? But I mean, you have to. Yeah, I mean, I have, I should repeat, I have to, I have to, because I see them every day. I'm not going to ignore a human being, another human being that I see every day or, you know, three or four times a week or whatever the case is, you can't, you know, just, you have to know at least, hey, <laughs> tough day at the office, huh? But in the city, in Manhattan, you, people are taken aback when you talk to them. So this is what makes me actually want to do it even more because they are taken aback. And that is... uh you know you'd be stopped i remember stopping uh, next to one of the buildings uh that we we worked in at the time they were setting up a special they had rented the place for a christmas store stuff and they were setting up the it was the, the train the trains the whatever the Lionel train store for christmas and they were setting them up and and uh life in the train age baby i got to stop and watch them put up the big trains And they had some great some great showpieces uh in the Lionel store and uh, or the Lionel store, and uh, I was standing there looking at another you know person comes up and looks in the window, and I started talking to this person and the original was, Hey, how you doing? man, that train is super cool. I'd love to have that, and I got this look like, Are you you're talking to me? you're saying something to me?" and I just looked like, Yeah, it's a cool train, right, yeah. I love trains. I wonder how long this store is going to be open. It's been- well, I'm probably over the holidays. And you actually start a conversation. So Brian is right. Don't tell him I said that, though. Oh, my God. Ugh. I tell if he finds out that I said something about he's right. Oh, man. Ooh. Ooh. Could be in trouble. If somebody actually talks to him could be trouble
0: here we go this is the jeff fisher show on the blaze radio network is the Jeff Fisher Show. That
2: it is on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for uh, coming along for the ride today. So in North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina to be exact. They passed a new law allowing transgender people to choose public bathrooms that correspond with their gender identity. The city council voted 7 to 4 to expand protections based on sexual orientation and gender identity. I'm pleased that Charlotte was sent a signal that we will treat people with dignity and respect even when we disagree, said Mayor Jennifer Roberts. Before the meeting, several hundred people stood outside in wind-driven rain to protest the proposal holding signs with messages such as, No men in women's restrooms and keep kids safe. Materials given to the council ahead of the meeting cited some residents concerned that sexual predators would use the ordinance to gain entry to women's restrooms for assault or indecent exposure. But it also noted that staff researchers hadn't uncovered any evidence of an increase in such crimes in cities with non-discrimination ordinances. Cities with non-discrimination, non-discrimination ordinances. Really? Hmm. There's no increase. Hmm. Hmm. Now, let me say this. If I feel like a woman tomorrow, do I get to use the women's bathroom? Yes, you do. I feel like a man today, so I'll use the men's. And I feel like the women's. And then there's a picture of the all-inclusive bathroom for everyone. And we have seen the bathrooms in buildings that are, you know, family-friendly where the mom or the dad or, you know, mom, dad, and the kids can go in. You can change the baby's diaper, a little kid can go to the bathroom, that kind of thing. So, I wonder how much trouble you get in if I'm in Charlotte and there's a bathroom and I will send my family into that bathroom because you know, my wife and my daughter, and heck, even my son can identify as a woman that right now go into that bathroom just to use the bathroom. He won't, but it's a good line. But I guarantee you. That I am standing outside of that bathroom. No one else is going in there while they're in. Sorry. This bathroom is taken. But it's a really big public bathroom. I know. And as soon as those two people that are in there come out, you can go in. But I'm not letting you in right now. I don't trust you. How much trouble do you get in? What do you think? You get arrested. You for sure get fined. Security is probably called. Right? Of course. Of course you did. South Dakota's got the bathroom bill. Right? They're all, this is a big thing now. People fighting, saying yes, no, should I be able to go into this bathroom if I feel like a a girl? I should be able to go in there if I want to. Because that's. I should be able to go in there if I want to. I feel like a guy today, and I want to go into that bathroom I can. Okay? And I love the picture that they have. You know how you see the they have the generic uh, United Nations man and the United Nations woman with the dress? And then they have, for the transgender, they have the in, the United Nations uh, half-man, half-dress dress So it's all all inclusive
0: for everyone.
2: (laughs) Well, I just want to remind you what our president said yesterday. If anyone who says we're not absolutely better off today than we were seven years ago, (laughs) they're not leveling with you. They're not telling the truth. Right? Right. Man, we are so much better off. Never mind the city of New York that wants to have a supervised injection facility for heroin addicts. Oh, we are so much better off. Seriously, so much better off. And those, that proves it. Those last two stories
0: prove just how much better off we really are. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now.
1: Stand clear life signs stable.
0: It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Sorry, I was just looking up the actual... I wanted to make sure I was singing the words right to the Toys R Us commercial song. I now have that song in my head and so if you get it in your head today you're welcome. I I won't I'm really close to just singing it on the air but I won't because it's in my head and I have to get it out vocally. You know when you have a song in your head you gotta get it out. And I'm I was singing <laughs> during the uh, during the top of the hour it was breaking. Now it's really stuck in my head. I just want to say I don't want to grow up. Welcome to the broadcast. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Thank you so much for listening to the Blaze Radio Network. Mike Opelka, Pure Opelka coming up immediately following this broadcast. little best of Jay Severin right into Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, and Joe Pags all live all today, all on this very Saturday, the 27th. Of the month of February, 2016, where things are so much better than they have ever, ever been. Now we could talk a little Oscars if you want. I was looking at uh, looking at the for the Best Picture, and I've got a few to see yet. And I had a couple of the Best Pictures um, loaned to me, like Brooklyn and Room, Spotlight. I really want to see Reverend, and I haven't gone to the theater to see that yet. And um, so I've got some movies to watch, but who cares? You know, I was looking at, I was going through the Oscars, and they really kind of ticked me off. And with their whole, there's not enough African Americans, and okay, I mean I've had enough of them. They're eating their own. Now there are some good actors that are up for awards, and perhaps, perhaps, maybe the African American community could. I don't know, learn, you know, that they should you know, get in some movies and act better. I don't know. But that's not the way it's going to work, is it? No. No, it's not. So they're looking like it's, you know, they're probably, you've got Cranston, DiCaprio, Damon, Fastbender, Eddie Redmayne for best actor. I mean, those are some big-time actors. So good luck. And the, uh... Best actress: Kate Blanchett, Brie Larson, Jennifer Lawrence, Charlotte Rampling. I mean, it was Good luck, God bless, and it's going to be Sunday night. And I, you know, I love them. You know, I love them. I know I'm a I'm a freak for these movies. I got it, but I don't know that I can take the Oscars anymore of the glad handing and the back slapping. But I did love the story that showed all the stuff they get for free from the 2016 Oscars. Swag bags, the nominee gift bags, right? I mean, they're worth a couple hundred thousand, maybe more. But there's we looked. I was looking down the list, and there's a couple of big items: the year's worth of Audi car rentals, uh, well, that's forty five thousand. Paid trip to Israel is fifty five thousand. Walking tour of Japan, there's fifty four thousand. So you're already, you know, there's hundred, you know, hundred and a half thousand, and there's a there's another couple big ones here. One more big one that got you up to about two hundred thousand. So you're really only getting about fifty thousand worth of usable stuff. What was the other big stuff? Oh, and ten, and you get ten thousand meal donations made uh, to an animal shelter or rescue of their choice. So they give you a nice little tax write off for that. But a lot of this is uh, Hayes dual vaporizer, personalized M Ms, a lifetime supply of protein nourishing cream and cleansing bar. That's thirty-one grand right there. Wow. Tribute video services, the ultimate pore care set. I am a huge fan. I'm becoming a huge fan of skincare products. Uh, the Healing Saint Luminosity Skin Serum and Hair Follicle Stimulant. That's what I want. I want the Healing Saint Luminosity Skin Serum and Hair Follicle Stimulant. Worth 193 bucks. 10 personal training sessions with Alexa Seltsky. Come on. You get a chapstick, $6. There better be a big chapstick. Gonna be a big container of chapstick. Chocolatanes, drunken fig cake bites. Oh, doesn't that sound good? The chocolatanes drunken fig cake bites? Oh man. The dandy patch antiperspirant solution. Nice. Truzy earrings for twenty five bucks. Come on. Come on now. You get the Fit Club TV Ultimate Fitness Package. That's over $6,000? What? A three-day stay at the Golden Door Resort and Spa in San Marcos, California, $4,800. Three-night stay at the Grand Hotel Excelsior, Victoria, and Sorrento, Italy, $5,000. Three-night stay at the Grand Hotel Ternazzo in Lake Como, Italy, $5,000. See, okay, I'm a fan of those. I'd be willing to go there for two or three days. But I'm sure you have to pay your way to get there. That's kind of disappointing. I wonder if I get to use my Audi Rent a car in Italy though. Huh? So you have, you need to have a car. Signature vodka, seventy dollars. Slimware plates, thirty dollars. Steamest spa system five thousand dollars for the for the steamist spa system. Sundial powder coating. I love the sundial powder coating. Oh. Blow dryers and flat irons. The Vampire Breast Lift, yes, I want to know what. actually what that is. We need to find out what that is. The $125 wallet. The 740 Park Plastic Surgery, $5,530. This is all part of the Academy Awards 2016 Oscars Swag Bag. The seven forty park plastic surgery for five grand. You know, I, 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 we've talked about this before. I get the, uh, I get the plastic surgery, uh, but you have to really be vampire breast lift. You have to be really willing to stop, because what happens is you get one cut. We've talked about it before, and you look good. You think, wow, it looks okay, man. Uh, if I could just do maybe the other side, and get down here, take care of a little bit of this, and so you go for that, and then pretty soon you're like, you're like one cut away from clown face, and you see it happening with those. You see it happening with the actors and actresses and people that you know. They're just one cut away from clown face. Would you try the vampire breast lift? Let's see what the heck this is. I have to know if Dr. Ronald's is also behind the injection of... Ooh. Ooh. He, this doc, uh, injects something into the women's private part to rejuvenate the G-spot. Ha! <laughs> I love the Vampire Breast Lift Kit. We've realized a few things about this world. We'd like to introduce you to the Vampire Breast Lift. But the idea, which made famous one day, what else, more than 50 minutes, eighteen hundred good doctor doesn't say what it is. Uh, the good doctor draws patients' blood, extracts palate-rich plasma from their blood, and then injects it back into their breasts. If you'd prefer a more in-depth walkthrough. Okay, so it takes your blood, extracts the palate-rich plasma, the PRP in parentheses, from your blood, and then injects it back into your breasts. So it's the vampire breast lift. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I want that. I, want, I mean I think I need that actually I'm tired of I'm tired of my breast sagging so it's very important that that I get the vampire breast lift for 1900 bucks takes your blood takes out the takes, oh, the PRP the palate rich the rich plasma it will inject it back into your breasts. Hollywood man. I freaking love Hollywood. Okay. What I really wanted to talk about. <laughs> well, now I want to talk about the vampire breast lift kit for $1,900 because it sounds extraordinary. And the doc also does some other things that fascinates me. And I may have to tweet that out at JeffyMRA or put it up on my Facebook page, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. Maybe doing an Instagram shot of the Vampire Breast Lift Kit on me uh, at Jeffy MRA on Instagram as well. But I really wanted to talk about astronaut Scott Kelly. The guy has a couple days left in space. He's been in space for 334 consecutive days, and he was up there another time too, right? And he's doing this test. And you've been, I've been following him, and thanks to my wife, actually pointed it out to me uh, a few months ago. He uh, he's been documenting uh, his Space on Instagram is his space day on Instagram and social media for for NASA. And he's been up in the up in the space station and he's coming home in a couple of days. Man, do I want to talk to him? Uh, we're going to try to get him on the air. I really want to talk to Scott Kelly. has a brother, uh, a twin brother that has stayed here on Earth. And they are doing the studies between the brother who stays on Earth and, you know, the the other brother who who has been in space for a year and know the differences and what we can do. And we're going to learn, we're going to learn so much from these two on what the future will bring for us in space travel for the human body. And I don't know when he comes home, if he's going to get the vampire breast lift kit. I mean, I don't know if that happens uh, once you've been in space, but he's, he said he's ready. He could stay up more. He could said he was happy to stay up more. But uh, he wants to get home and jump in the pool. And uh, he wants to get back home to Houston and uh, and jump in the pool. Now, obviously, he gets home, he's going to have you know all kinds of tests to do and everything. But think about this. Uh, he said uh, uh, his time in space, um, this is his second stint. He's actually tallied 520 days in space, which I think is a record. But he said it's somewhat of a harsh environment in this interview. uh, You don't feel perfectly normal. There's a lack of running water. Uh, He compared the impact on personal hygiene to the effects of having been in the woods camping for a year. Boy, doesn't that sound good. And the close quarters that are the inevitable result of being shut into a medium-sized house with five roommates. Almost half the time I've been here, between sleeping and working on the computer, I've spent in a box the size of a phone booth that's the size of his crew quarters um wow and the biggest toll of this extra long work trip is the isolation and it showed there was a picture that i saw one of the pictures over the you know with the past year or whatever um was them uh in getting ready to take off and i thought I don't know that I could do that. It felt like I was in the MRI machine again. Just looking at that picture felt like I was in the MRI machine again for my shoulder because I was about ready to freak out in that thing. I don't know if I could do that, but Scott Kelly does. He does, uh, uh, cumulative days in space. Uh, he's the man uh, right now. And, uh, man, I hope I would love to talk to him. Uh, A Russian, oh, I see. Uh, Scott is uh, good for the U.S., but a Russian has spent uh, 14 months in the space station. So, Scott, I mean, what are you doing, man? Stay up another year. Let's go.
1: This is
0: The Jeff Fisher Show
1: on the Blaze Radio Network.
0: The Jeff Fisher Show. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys
2: R Us kid. There's a million Toys, toys R Us that I can play with. Oh, we're back? Sorry. Eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three 900 is the phone number. Welcome to it on the Blaze Radio Network. So, look, one of the things that we all um, suffer with is uh, weight and being overweight so when i see these stories it fascinates me about uh remember when oprah took over Weight watchers and you thought wow oh, the stock went through the roof and you thought oprah was going to save them and oprah weight watchers and uh no uh she has not saved them uh they've gone down uh, active subscribers are down fourth quarter revenue de- decreased 17 percent so oprah can't save weight watchers either and why? Because people have had enough. People have had enough of it. I mean, I know I got it. We're overweight. We need to lose weight. I lost a bunch of weight with com. I lost a bunch of weight with it. And I've gained a bunch back, and I still haven't gained as much back as I was. Trust me. I was 1,000. Then I dropped down to 500. Now I'm about 700. Okay? It works. I'm actually, I'm actually, uh, back on the simple to lose plan right now have been for a week feels tremendous i actually feel really good um no you know i I haven't been putting any any of that crap in my body It just i I feel i can feel my body saying uh thank you fat man thank you so if you need something i mean you can try simple to com or the latest story that i saw uh was uh You can eat blindfolded. Uh, Apparently, turning out the lights, uh, wearing a blindfold while eating could be a quick way to lose weight, according to scientists. There's a study uh, in Germany found that people who were blindfolded consumed 9% fewer calories before they felt full compared to those who could see. And I didn't look it up, and I should have before we got out of the break, but I believe that there was a study uh, a number of years ago similar to this saying that you should eat naked because if you, uh, eat naked, uh, then you realize, holy (laughs) Holy crap. (laughs) Now I'm full. (laughs) Would you like it? I'm good. I'm good. I don't need that. Nope. Fine. (laughs) So maybe that's the same as being blindfolded. Uh, he's put the blindfold on and you know pretty soon it's like, now nah, you know what I'm good. I'd like to see you again. Uh, according to that visual if you're deprived of vision, it uh, pronounced dissociation between actual and perceived intake. This may provide an unobtrusive and naturalistic means to change the experience of eating behavior. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It may. See, to test the effect, 50 people were blindfolded with modified ski goggles and 40 were allowed to see their food. All were told not to eat within two hours of the experiment. Okay. The group who could see ate 116 grams while the blindfolded groups ate 105. Wow. However, the blindfolded group believed they had eaten so you thought you ate more than the people who uh, who could see. And the people who could see thought they ate more than they actually did, too. That's interesting. So, people, we all think that we eat more than we do. Some of us, you can tell that we actually eat more than, than we say we do. <laughs> just remember, though, if you really want to lose weight, just eat naked. And then it's like, holy crap, no I'm full. I am good simple to lose does not have that plan the eating naked plan so you know give it a try yourself if you'd like or just go to simple to lose.com and work it out yourself
0: <laughs> the jeff fisher show the blaze radio network This is the Jeff
2: Fisher Show. That it is on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks so much for coming along for the ride today. You know, there's no place, really. The Blaze Radio Network is a place completely, well, for you. Uh, Monday through Friday, you've got Doc and Skip, some guy named Glenn Beck, Buck Sexton, Jay Severin, Pat and Stew. I mean, right there alone is entertainment enough to drive people insane. And then you have Saturdays with myself, Michael Pelka, Chris Slater, or Mike Slater, Chris El Slato, Joe Pags, Sundays, David Barton, Bill Handel, Jackie D. I mean, <laughs> you can go to the, theblaze.com slash radio, and we've got a bunch of shows that do not air on the network but are there for you to download and enjoy. And also... Some of us, you know, like me, are adding uh, content that's not for the air. Like, um, let's say, um, I don't know, Talking Walking Dead every Monday. And as I'm sitting here talking to you, I was going to do a story about an old lady that's 110 years old, Flossie. Now I have to remember the way the story goes because to my right, and I know you don't care about this, but to my right on the floor is a power strip. And that power strip is for the computers on my desk. As I'm talking to you, I slide my foot over and I just have my foot, and I'm just kind of tapping my foot, and my foot hits the power strip power button. And it shuts off, it resets the entire system on my desk. So I'm going to tell you about Flossie. She's 110 years old. This happened in Spokane. One of the worst news reports. And it's one of their local news feel-good days shows. And it was bad. they were bad. but of course it's a you know personal interest fun story of Flossie who's 110 years old. And of course, in this clip, she tells you exactly what she wants to do every day.
3: You say you're a little tired this morning. Is that right?
0: I am tired.
3: She is very tired. That's actually, <laughs> I heard, your favorite activity to do at the center here is to take take a little nap.
0: Take a nap many times as I can.
2: Okay, there's the secret to living uh, long, uh, like Flossie. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I have to hear that again. Seriously. I seriously have to hear that again. Please play
0: Flossy again.
3: You say you're a little tired this morning. Is that right?
0: I am tired.
3: She is very tired. Does that doesn't sound complete? real. I heard your favorite activity to do at the center here is to take take a little nap.
2: Take a nap many times a day. Amen. Amen, Flossy. A stinking men. Now. And they go on with this interview. I mean, she's the, Flossie is sitting there. Look, she's 110, and she's got the big family. And they give the rundown of her whole family and everything. And she is excited, and you can tell how excited she is uh, in this next clip.
3: Later today, Flossie's family is going to be coming out here to throw you a big birthday party. Are you excited for your party?
0: Not one bit. <laughs> You know, I just want to just want to <laughs> take a
2: nap, okay? I'm gonna fly crap about that family. All right, I've got like eight. She had she's got like eight thousand family members down to great 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 grandchildren. And uh, <laughs> I mean, it didn't talk. I got I, I don't have my a, a story up in front of me, but I'm pretty sure the story. I it talked about great grandkids and stuff, but it didn't talk about Flossie's. Love of her life. She moved to this place where she's at now uh, ten years ago. So when she was already a hundred, when she moved to this place, um, but everyone, of course, wants. Everybody wants to know. Flossie, Flossie. We go back to the we go back to the studio uh, where Flossie's at. And everybody wants. To, everybody wants to know.
3: What's the secret? What's your secret for living a long time? What's your secret?
2: Well, what is it, Flossie?
3: Yes, I've been trying to get that out of her. Flossie, the people on TV want to know what the secret is to being able to live so long.
0: I don't know. I don't fight it. I live it.
2: Think about it. I don't know. I don't fight it. I live it. So she's just resigned to being alive. And they talk about it in the story. I guess apparently she you know, she takes a shot of whiskey every now and then, a slice of bacon. Of course she does. She's a hundred and ten. Nobody's going to tell her no. You think you need that, Flossie? Uh, no. She looks like uh, kind of reminds me. I've got a, a I, I had. She's passed away now. A great aunt, Sue. That was her name. I think. Great aunt. She's my grandmother's sister. My grandmother's sister. Whatever, whatever bloodline that is. My grandmother's sister. Uh, Sue, and that's what Flossie reminded me of. So uh, she's 110, and I don't, I don't think about it, and I just don't fight it. I just live it. So that's what it takes to live to be 110. Just don't fight it, live it. And I do love Flossie's excitement over her birthday. It's fantastic. She just wants to be left alone. 110. Well, you moved me to this place, this new place. Uh, everybody tries to be so upbeat. They gave her flowers and it sits on her lap. And at one point she's like, "It's they're not going to stay there. And they're like, don't put the crap on my lap. It's just going to fall off, okay? Their flowers are beautiful. Why are you bothering me? Thanks for the cup of your, with your little show logo on it. It's going to go back to the kitchen once you leave, okay? I'll stand here and hold it now and sip it. But it's early in the morning. I just want you to leave please So happy birthday to Flossie 110 earlier this week and also speaking of birthdays my youngest son Maximus turns 14 years old today 14 years of age today happy birthday son i love you 14 amazing Four more years, four more years, then get out. I mean, happy birthday, son. I love you. <laughs> and he's almost an Eagle Scout. I, God love him. I, he's been working so hard at it. And he and my wife have been uh, going um, you know, to Scout World for the last few years. And he's almost at Eagle. He's been working really hard to uh, start with that Eagle. And then I see this story about uh, loyalty oath. Uh, There's a big story, a few things uh, about uh, this, talk about this scout here. Uh, In this Troop 96, a life scout, which uh, my son is life scout, that's the step before Eagle, uh, has begun refusing to recite the Pledge of Allegiance calling it meaningless because he says the United States has an inconsistent record of providing liberty and justice for all when the troop recites the pledge he stands without saluting or saying a word no big deal in fact I've heard this uh, story before and the scoutmaster, you know wasn't worried about it he was like whatever it's fine just do whatever you got to do well, now uh, he wants to um, be this uh, leader and they're saying that they're not going to let him be this leader because he doesn't do the pledge. Okay, Now, it's rare that this particular leader that he wants to be uh, is part of the flag ceremony. If you're a scout, so what is the big deal? The senior, he wants to be a senior patrol leader. And no, you don't say the Pledge of Allegiance. You can't be a senior patrol leader. But as a senior patrol leader, if I'm not mistaken, you would select the people to do the flag ceremony in your patrol, which, oh, I know, wouldn't be me. I'm still going to be a part of this ceremony because it's part of the deal, but I'm not going to say it i mean that's a it's a weird a weird predicament to be in. no question about that, no question about that but remember I want you to remember i want you to take this with you because it's important that you remember this okay President Barack Obama spoke yesterday. I believe in Jacksonville, Florida, Um, anyone, anyone who says we are not absolutely better off than we were seven years ago, they're not leveling with you. They're not telling the truth by any significant measure. We are better off right.
1: You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network.
0: The Jeff Fisher Show. 888-900-3393
2: is the phone number. Mike Opelka, Pure Opelka, coming up immediately following this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. I've already told you I'm not sure what he's giving away today. There are a couple of things I heard about in the break room. I don't know, you know, I don't know if it's true or not. I could just pass it along to you as a possibility. One of the things I heard was, The Pure Opelka Dental Floss. And the other thing I heard, which, (laughs) I mean, they could have just been joking after the Dental Floss one. I mean, the Dental Floss is probably true, okay? And then someone said, no, no, it's the Opelka Oven Mitts. So I'm not sure uh, which it is. I think I'm leaning toward the Dental Floss because I think the Oven Mitts were just a throw-off-the-scent joke in the break room. Obviously, I could be wrong. I you know, I don't know what he's giving away. Don't know what he's giving away. So those of you that are worried about robots taking your job. Boston Dynamics released their latest uh their latest generation of robot. Uh and it is really, really cool. Uh the new latest version of Atlas. Um it can operate outdoors and in inside buildings. It's electrically powered, uh, hydraulically actuated. It uses sensors. When you look, watch the video of it. The sensors and legs to balance. Um, it has it accesses it accesses uh, entryways and boxes. It picks up. And now they were showing in the video that it pick, it's picking up boxes that are like ten pounds. So I mean, we're gonna have to give it a little bit of strength if that's the only thing it does. I mean, we, you're a robot, okay? Pick up some stuff what we want out of you you're five nine 180 pounds you can pick up more than 10 pounds okay okay but they're close and for those of you that are saying oh well, robots are just going to take man's jobs and the guy who said that 50 percent of human jobs are going to be given to robots in the next 30 years that can't be well it probably will be and one of the reasons that it will be is because a guy by the Yakim garcia 69, recently fined $30,000. Why was he fined $30,000? Because he had a job that he hadn't gone to in six years. Uh, But Jeff, what's wrong with that? It's called retirement. No, not when you're still receiving a paycheck. He was getting his paycheck every year for six years, not doing his job. And it would have gone on except that he was going to, he got an award for 20 years of loyal service and nobody knew who the hell he was. (laughs) That is great. They finally realized, um, man, his office looks like nobody's been in there for a long time. Uh, yeah, I didn't know if he was still working here. I thought he retired. Maybe he died, but he was still getting his salary. So man, does that suck, huh? Now he said now seriously, now he was getting paid uh what was he, what was the the he was getting forty one thousand, almost forty two thousand a year for six years, and now he's gonna get fined thirty thousand. So that's almost a good deal. Right? I mean, I don't know, it's what, two hundred forty thousand? Right? A little bit more than that, and you get fined thirty. So you still you're still ahead a couple hundred thousand for six years of no work? I don't know. That's a pretty good gig to me. Pretty good gig. I might be willing to give it a shot. I don't know if you could do it for six years. But he should have declined. He should have just wrote a letter saying, no, I don't need the 20 years of loyal service. Thank you. Let's hold out for 25. Milked it for another five. But if you want to know why robots are going to take us over, that's why. That's why, right there. A robot isn't going to sit home and go, (sighs) Better go to the, check the direct deposit. The old check is in there today. We'll get some groceries. (sighs) He asked why he stopped coming. He said, I don't know. I just stopped coming and realized I didn't need to go to work. Nobody missed me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you later. Has anybody told you to look good today? Well, you do. You do. Darn it. I mean it. I mean every darn word of it. You look great. Except, uh, you're not really going to. Ah, you're, you're glad you wear that out you want.
0: Happy birthday, boy. I don't know. I don't find it. I don't live it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.